All right, here we go. King Take Joke Take, the King of the Take game segment. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. If you haven't already, do check out the other segments where we cover the NFL, we cover F1, and, of course, we had Take News. But here we go. King Take Joke Take. And I guess I will kick this off. And for those who don't know how this works, last time we did it, we will each list off some hot takes of ours, and the other host will say whether that's a King Take Joke Take and why. Okay? So here we go, Kyle. I guess I'll kick us off, and I have an NFL one to start. All Let's right. do it. The NFL should take a play out of the Formula One playbook and put a helmet cam on the quarterback. They did this in preseason. Are you serious? Yeah, as well as um, to monitor Tua's health. They did it for all of the practices and preseason games for Tua. So he wore like a helmet cam. So you can see all the movements and everything. That's so cool. So what yeah, I was so thinking. So king, king take though. King take? Oh, I think so. I th- why wouldn't we want to see the perspective of like a guy turning and then all of a sudden getting demolished by TJ Watt? <laughs> so, so I didn't have it from that perspective. But what like even just like lobbing in like the 60-yard throws and then seeing the ball come down and then like celebrating and stuff. And like, I, this is, I'm pro this. Give me more angles. Amazon Prime's doing something similar or is it YouTube TV? Where they'll actually highlight the skill players of all the players and show the routes that and they'll the routes that they're running and when they're open they'll pop green so the viewer can be like oh that guy's open. That's really cool. That's I think uh, that's some Madden shit right there. Exactly. I think I think NFL has the highest upside because they're so long in between plays to bring in a helmet cam and cool graphics. You see it with like the Nickelodeon games to like get kids to watch it. That's cool. This is a king. This is a king take. I, 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 we're starting hot. Like the, the what I was thinking was, my angle was, and I like yours. Actually, make way more sense. What I was thinking was, you know, when with the angle that you get, right? They'll show a replay of a wide receiver who has his hands up, like, "Why aren't you throwing me the ball?" Yeah. Right? <laughs> Stephon Diggs is a guy's not looking at him, right? Yeah. But you, but you can never see the wide receiver and the quarterback at the same time because they focus on the line of scrimmage and the quarterback and the wide Correct. receiver is ten yards out of shot. How cool would it be where if you got the camera angle from the quarterback, you know what they can and cannot see. So you know that he cannot see Stefan Diggs because he's he's on his blind side, right? Yep. I think it'd be super cool to see, okay, what who's open in his line of sight? Who's not open in his line of sight? What is he trying to catch in his eye line? And, and what is he doing with his body? I think that would be so cool. It'd be even really cool for um, like Mahomes no-look passes or like – Looking at a guy who's going to be open and then looking away and then just instantly throwing the dart because he's using his eyes to pull the defenders. There's a lot of cool like avenues down here. This is a king take. What's the only thing I can see why they wouldn't do it? And I think there's technology around it is their, their, um, the plays they have on their wrist, right? That they're looking at. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Um, honestly, probably a lot. Honestly, probably a lot. Um, there's a lot of ways because, like, they also have it like in their helmet too. So they're calling them in plays because some of the offense coordinators sit up in the 300 yeah, level, up top. right? Yeah, yeah and they yeah. want and they want to exactly see the the bird's eye view. Hey, was Diggs open? Was he waving the hand? Like, oh, how are the DBs moving? They can't. They don't get a feel from it on field level. Mm-hmm. No, but, I'm with um, you. I guess, and you can also read lips, I suppose, too, right? Like. In the in the huddle, as we're talking to each other, you'd be able to read their lips if, if you had the helmet cam. So that's 
maybe part of it too. Like you see it in baseball all the time where they, they cover their face with their gloves when they're having the You the see it in the NFL the, when the quarterbacks are talking to head coaches too. But exactly. I, I, I really think for Samsung to put cameras on all the quarterbacks' heads and they give the NFL $400 million or whoever's sponsoring their Microsoft tablets or tablets right now, <laughs> yeah. give them a camera. And they'll be like, "Okay, like we'll just black out, and as yeah. soon as as soon as th- we hut the ball, it goes live." I'm with you. You know or what I mean? There's, there's blurring technology. You can blur the the plays on the. Like there's there's definitely technology that they can put in place so that it's not gonna ruin the game from a a scheme perspective. Yeah, no, there's definitely an angle there. Yeah. All right. So King Take, Ron Board, King Take. What do you got? I got. Uh, I'll stick with football. Brock Purdy will win a Super Bowl before Joe Burrow. Okay. Brock Purdy, give me your reasons. I got to think about this. Give me your reasons. So it comes down to Burrow has been so close two years in a row, fell short. The quarterbacks in that division are insane. He has to deal with her. He has to deal with Allen. He has to deal with Mahomes. He's got to deal with Lamar. He's got to deal with Herbert. He's got to deal with Trevor Lawrence now. And all these other guys, plus a tough division, plus Tua, I just think the road less traveled right now is in the NFC. This 49ers team's very good. We already said it in the NFL segment that Dallas will likely puke on themselves. <laughs> so it comes down to San Fran against Philly, Philly yeah. for a trip. And Brock Purdy has silenced the doubters so far. I think it's a king take. You got me when you when you laid out the path, how much easier the path is. And, of course, you mentioned again in that NFL segment, if you haven't already, check it out. The defense, that 49ers defense alone could win them a Super Bowl. Brock 100%. Brady just has to just not make mistakes. I'm with you. King take. Game manager. King take. King take. Okay, I got you know what? I got one more NFL one as well, so let's get out of the way right now. We kind of touched on it already. Uh, when healthy, Tua... Tiger Valoa is the most talented quarterback. So it's a bit different than you, you. You mentioned he could win the MVP. I'm saying when healthy, he's the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to disagree. Okay. Because you said most talented. Okay. If I you give you my reasons, but I want to hear what you have to say first. You go first. I think he gets a bad rep because he's left-handed. He's the only left-handed quarterback. Okay. So all the scouts and everyone who's the football fanatic, it's like it's like uh, trouble with the curve, or whatever. Like batter can't hit a curveball. Like the scouts see a left-handed quarterback and they're like, I don't get it. Like no, we don't like him. I want the (laughs) right-handed guy. But he's like, it doesn't matter. He's made the NFL. He's on a team. He's playing well. Like what's the difference? No, it's it's simply from an analytical scouting perspective where now plays are flipped. Because you have to go to his dominant side, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's just, it's a headache almost. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning, but he gets a lot of, he gets dealt a bad hand, a bad rap a lot because he's left-handed. So he has the most passing yards this season. I know it's yep. a few games in, but he's starting off strong. He's tied for the most 20-yard passes this season. He has the most first downs. And then last year, he had the most yards per attempt. He had the best QB rating, and he was second in first down percentages. When yeah, you healthy, can, you can look at stats all day. He's elite when he's healthy. Correct. 
But you right. said most talented. Who's the most talented in your eyes? Pat Mahomes. Yeah, that's probably the argument that's worth making. <laughs> right? Is Joe Burrow he, more talented? No. Is jo- jo- uh, Josh Allen more talented? Honestly, I probably have to, uh, when healthy, in terms of talent, around QB4 range. Who's ahead of him? So you have Mahomes? I have Jalen Hurts. Aaron Rodgers? No. No, just making no, sure. no. Hey, hey, just making sure. You know, a lot of people would have had Tom Brady still if he was still in the league. Okay. There, there's Trevor a couple. Lawrence? So and this is where I was going to go is at the end of this year, because we haven't seen Tua play a full year healthy, right? Correct. So there's a lot of a lot of guys like, is this the step? We can talk about Trevor Lawrence. We can talk about Justin Herbert. We can talk about Tua. And I could argue one through three and three, like every day, different way there. Yeah. I cannot argue... Those three guys plus Tua ahead of Hertz. I'll say Allen because you said talent with Mahomes at first. Okay. So I, I would put him in the four to seven range. Wow, I would you have him that when healthy, you have him that low. And I don't mean I don't mean body of work over a whole season, you know, eighteen games. It's I'm because he's too healthy. new. When healthy, it's because he's too new. I've seen seven games, eight games of him. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Ah, that's a fair point. All right. It's so a half it. a season. Not even a half a season yet. All right. So joke take. Current joke take in 12 weeks, I could t- say that was the king of king takes. Okay. I like it. All right. What you got? A lot, a lot of that, though, is his weapons, though, right? Yeah. Oh, well, but you can make that argument for every quarterback needs weapons. It's the weapons. Brock Purdy argument. But How's like if you, that's the 49ers quarterback. Yeah, I know. What do you mean it's a Brock Purdy argument? Well, the offense is good because of his weapons, not because of him. Joe Burrow has two talented wide receivers and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Tua has Waddle and Tyree Kill, arguably the best wide receiver duo in the league. Pat Mahomes has Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair point. That's a, well, we're seeing it this year without Travis Kelsey. He's he's vulnerable. <laughs> it's a also. struggle. It's a struggle and no run game. It's um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. All right. You're right. Yeah. No. Right now, joke take. Joke take. Okay. Um. Connor Connor Bedard. Okay. I think he busts out his rookie season, and I say busts out as in. Under underperforms. Oh, bus. He's a bus. He's a bust. What He's are you stinky? What are you considering a bust? For and I'm going to walk rookie. you through this parameters right. right here. Okay. So I went to betting sites and fantasy sites. Which one do you want to hear first? Give me the give me the fantasy sites. Okay, so ESPN has him at 90 points. NHL.com has him at 78. Yahoo has him at 75. And he currently has a fantasy draft position at 38.4. The betting stats, 32.5 goals over under, 67.5 points. I am taking the under on all of these. On all? Okay, so let's break this down. The betting sites have it pretty far under where all the fantasy sites have. Correct. So that, And we can talk about the betting sites. <clears throat> I don't think he scores 30. He might get 24. I don't think he gets 67 points. He might get 52. 
All right. Let me ask you this. Before I give you my, my, my verdict, when you say he will be a bust, are you saying bust versus purely statistics or bust statistics and eye test? I think nothing's going to change in terms of eye test. I think he needs more weight. I think there's going to be a ton of turnovers. I still think he's going to get points and play whatever. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. But my over-under for points would be 50. I'm going to – wow, that's way too low. See, I was going to agree with you until you said that. That's ridiculous. (laughs) He's not going to get only 50 points. That's over a point every two games. I understand, but he will. Okay, so what if he gets if, hurt, misses ten? Well, I, he, so all these arguments, whenever you do projections, I have to, you have to say two. I know we talked about with two or whatever, whatever. I mean, like we don't know what his injury history is or whatever. You you say always assuming health. Assume he plays 80, 80 games. All right. right. I think and, until you made that statement about over under fifty, I was saying king take. You add that in there, I'm saying joke take. It's okay. It's a joke take then. That's fine. I, but I the pundit, I think he's going to be an incredible hockey player. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. I think everyone's way over. Like, the f- fantasy, you said, who has him at 90? ESPN? Can, what the ESPN fuck has him at 90 points. ESPN doesn't know hockey. That's ridiculous. No, that is disgustingly overrated. 90 points overrated. is hard to get on a good team with good players. <laughs> exactly. And, like, he's got Taylor Hall and Radish on his wings. He's That team is... It's dog water. That's why I don't think he hits these points. He's going to have a lot of turnovers. It's young. Like I don't get it. Um, like in our fantasy, for instance. Yeah. I don't want him right now. I want him in two years. Yeah, I I, I hope Paul drafts him to be Me honest too. with you because it's a waste of a pick. This a team then, is so bad. And then I'm going to circle around the wagon. Yeah. And take his prime. Yeah. No, no, you're, <laughs> like, you're bang on. I, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And the fact that we hold these kids to like such high standards, as I said, like this kid's not going to come in the league and rip 90 points. I don't think so. Anyways, oh, if he it, proves it, me wrong, I would be the first guy to say I was wrong and say fucking hell of a season, Bernard. There's but not if, enough talent on that team for him to do that. And he's, a, you, you nailed it with size. He's too small. He's too small yeah. on a bad team. I think Vegas has, I think Vegas kind of nailed it. Uh, 67 points over under six, seven and a half, whatever. That's about. Would you take the over? Uh that's what I'm saying. Like they've they've they make they're making you think at 67. And oh a half. yeah. ESPN. No. I would hammer the under. Like if it was at 90, I would yeah. I would put my bank account <laughs> yeah, at, exactly. at, at under. At I I had him at about a 70 point player. Okay, so you, you're leaning over. I I had him at about 25 and 45 is where I would have had him this season. Um. He kind of getting the best out of his line mates on an awful team, but not enough to hit ridiculous numbers. I think a really good year for him would be sixty-five, like excellent, excellent year. I think if he hits sixty-five, no one, no one should. People will, but no one should have a problem with that. I think if he's at fifty, that's probably underachieving, in my opinion. Well, one way to find out, buddy. Let's We're watch some see. games. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Uh, I have one more. Uh, I have one more, and this is my hottest of hot takes. And I and I really wish Dill was on this, but I think you will do him justice. And I'm gonna award it this like this correctly, like for like this for a reason. 
What sport are we talking about? Baseball, obviously. You're going to find out. Okay. The player, Shohei Otani, is going to get overpaid this offseason. Overpaid. Overpaid. Are you going to give me numbers of what you define as overpaid? I will give you numbers. The projections have him anywhere 600 to 700 million, right? Yep. Turning 30 years old. Yep. Is a drastic overpayment. I'll give you my reasons, but let's just leave it at the headline for now. What is your what is your verdict? I would do it. Okay. I'm going to overpay him. I don't care. As a player. Now, as an owner who wants to sell tickets, who wants to sell jerseys, it's different. His value in that sense exactly. is probably worth it. I'm talking player. Yeah, but my owner's just going to pay the tax anyway, so I don't give a shit. Now we just now well, we've just added one of the best bats and the best pitchers in the league. Right. I'm saying take I'm saying take the fact that just just if you're looking at the contract and the value of the contract as a player, it's too much. Um, you said ten, six, let's say ten year deal. It's a ten year. It's a ten year deal. deal. So ten I'm year paying deal. this. I think that's about what most people were saying it was going to be about a ten year deal because he'll be forty by the time it's done. I got to I got to check Mookie Betts' contract. I don't know. Mookie's if four hundred, but he was in his twenty eight, I think, when he signed or something like that. These projections are tricky though, and I see what you're trying to do, and it's because he plays both sides of the ball. With the ownership back pocket wallet, you know what I mean? No, forget all that stuff. That's uh, that's you're oh, overthinking man. contract. The contract. Forget the ownership. Forget the seats. Forget the jersey sales. Forget the Japanese television. Forget so all for, that stuff. For dollar, As a player, for dollar, you're probably right. I got you on board. Oh, I thought you were gonna fight me on this. I'll tell you my reasons, but I'm glad I got you on board. Well, like I'm just thinking of like dollar and home run per dollar, like dollar per home run, dollar per strike, and the output he's going to provide is probably going to be like double or triple the cost of what an elite hitter, an elite pitcher does. Bryce Harper got high four hundreds, right? Yeah, Mookie Betts is in the four hundreds. Like it's it's going up, right? It's 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 going up. And you were supposed to be getting, and this is why I think this is going to be an overpayment. You're supposed to be getting a top five pitcher and a top five bat, right? What you're actually probably getting on his second Tommy John surgery in five years is a pitcher for three years at most and a DH for the rest of it. And is that worth $600, $700 million? I guess... When he could end up being Mike Trout in four or five years where he plays 100 games. You make a really good point. But, like, again, just like the Bedard, I assume he's going to play 10 years. I assume he's going to fulfill yeah, the contract. He's I don't going think the other this way, not starting I know, his and, career. <laughs> and that's where I'm going. I'm saying the statistics at the end are going to be nowhere close to the output now. And it's not that far from now. He's not a young man. It's like Aaron Judge signed a massive contract. He's 31. You probably get four years elite pitching. Do you? 
two Tommy Johns. Two. <laughs> two. I know, but like two. <laughs> how how long how, how how what was the duration between Tommy John number one and Tommy John number five two? Five years and he couldn't even finish pitching this year. Okay, so it's five and change. So you get four pitching, a clean locker room, a clean locker, sorry. And then seven years of a capable bat. And then three years of, I can't believe I still owe this guy $200 million. It's a lot of fucking money, man. It's so much money. It's so much money. I, I, I Take the other stuff out of it. I know, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to back this up. Is there a player who deserves a bigger contract? And I know hockey's like big contracts, 14 mil. We're not talking yeah. 600. So, but like Pat Mahomes got half a bill. Yeah, well, they restructured his contract, right? Yeah, he's making yeah. a fuck ton of money. Sure. Yeah. Like, is there any player out there that you would pay more than a tawny money right now, though? Yes. Who? So if all sports were equal, and I think that's only we Are we talking soccer, like footy now as well? No, we're talking, we're talking the big four. Okay. And the big four. If so all who? sports were equal, McDavid, because he's 26 <laughs> and yep. healthy and will continue to put up 130 points for the next whatever long it is, right? Yep. I would probably say Pat Mahomes. Again, he's, what, 28? He's still yeah, got something a lot like that. of strong years ahead of him. Um, the reason I don't put Otani in it, despite the fact that he's the most talented athlete in North America... Is age, is age injury, and injuries, and he will not do both those elite things. He cannot do it. There's a reason why no one does it physically. When you have to go up against the best batters the sport has ever seen, and then on the other side, go up against the best pitchers that the sport has ever seen, and be elite, and be on top of your diet, and be on top of your training. No one smokes anymore. No one goes out drinking anymore. It's impossible. He will not be elite at bowls for the next 10 years. You will not get a pitcher probably for more than another three years. I am excited for Discord to come after you, buddy. Come after me because I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> oh, that's a hot verdict. take. Give me your verdict. What are you, where are you at? Kick take, joke take. I'm going to have to def- help defend the, the haters on you. I think it's a king take. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. Oh, it feels good to hear. Oh. Wow. Oh, that feels good to hear. All right. What do you got? What's your last one? I got F1 for you. Okay. And um, apologies to my guy. Liam Lawson <laughs> is the second best Red Bull driver on the grid. You throw your old guy under the bus. <laughs> sure you did. Throw my guy under the bus. <laughs> Liam Lawson is the second best Red Bull driver on the grid. He all right. Give me some context. He secured AlphaTauri's best finish of of the season. It's his third race. Decent. He's driving the shittiest car, arguably on the grid. He gets thrown in last minute. He hasn't finished lower than P14. And then we have Yuki and Checo puncturing tires and <laughs> yeah, I forgot doing Checo donuts. took out Yuki in the race, too. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say choke take. You still have Checo above him? I think Checo's... We're going to see Liam struggle. And when we see him struggle, then we'll see his true character and how well he rebounds. I think at that point, we'll have a better sense of what he is. I think this is a great run. I think he's doing a great job. I think he's earned a drive. But we got to put a little bit of respect on Checo's name, of which I know I've tarnished a few times already this season. I still think Checo's a better driver. I'm going to... Almost reluctantly, which just feels dirty, say <laughs> joke take, despite how bad Checo's been. I'm going to say joke take. All right. That's it. That's it. All right. King take, joke take. That was good. That was fun. Um, really fun. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us on a, on a Thursday upload, a rare Thursday upload, but you will continue to see these game-style segments uploaded every Thursday going forward, at least while we trial this out. Again, let us know what you think of this new format. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And that's it for us. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we'll catch you next week. Like, follow, su- subscribe, join the Discord. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.